Alright, the word of the Lord to us this morning is enforcing laughter. Enforcing laughter. If I was to preach this in some regions of the world where they understand militancy, I would have said laughter by force. Alright, but you know, we, we've got to be, you know, prim and proper because of the part of the world that we are. So people don't emphasize violence or violence, depending on where you're from. Glory to God. Glory to God. We are here this morning to enforce laughter. We are here this morning to enforce laughter. Because God is not a man that he should lie. So if he has said it, you can be very sure that it has happened. But it has happened and you will see it as sometimes two different possibilities. The moment God says it, it has happened. But you and I must see it. And it is not at the point that we see it that God becomes faithful. God is faithful from the moment he said it and there was the commitment of his integrity to it. And many times we are the ones who are delaying and delaying and delaying God's plans. You know, one of the best analogies that has been used to explain the relationship between the believer and the leading of the spirit is in our modern day um, construct of a navigation system. When you set out from your house, let's say you're living from Etobicoke and you put it in the maps, destination K-I-C-C. And the map says turn left and you insist, I want to turn right. It says in 500 meters, make a right turn. You say that is exactly when I want to go straight. There is no navigation system on, on, on maybe they've made it now. But to the best of my knowledge, there is no one where the voice is saying, I said turn. I said turn now. If you miss your turn, I will disconnect. Does that happen? No, no. It will be out. That is a picture of the beauty of mercy. But that conversation is only complete when we tell you that arrival time has changed. Arrival time has changed. Mercy will reroute. Arrival time has changed. Genesis chapter 21, verse 5. Please, please open your hearts to receive God's word this morning. Genesis chapter 21, verse 5 and verse 6 has been our anchor scripture in this conversation. It says, Abraham was 100 years old when Isaac was born. It might delay, it might tarry, but you can wait for it. God's word will definitely come to pass. However, you and I must ensure that we are not partners with the enemy in prolonging our waiting season. That a journey of 40 days does not become a journey of 40 years. That a season, a, a patch of seven weeks does not become a patch of seven years. That the grace and glory and the words that God has spoken concerning you does not become transferred to another generation. God has his plans for that generation. So he says, and Sarah declared, God has brought me laughter. And all who hear about this will also laugh with me. All who hear this will also laugh with me. Come on, somebody's receiving that word already. All who hear my testimony in the month of June, they will also laugh with me. All who hear what the Lord has done for us in 2022, they will also laugh with us. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Verse 7 says, Who would have said? Who would have said? Who would have said? That lady is receiving it. And she's saying, Amen. 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 Glory to God. Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah will nurse a baby? Who would have said to you that in 2022, you'll be completely debt free? Who would have said to you that the, the, the doctors will give you a clean slate and tell you you are discharged from this clinic? You can just continue follow up with your family doctor. Who would have thought that that would happen in this year? Who would have thought that in a year where companies are squeezing resources, squeezing resources, squeezing, squeezing resources, and appraisals are not due? Who would have thought that in the same season, you will be promoted not once but twice? Who would have thought? See, I am no more giving illustrations now. I'm issuing prophecies. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? That the doors of the nations would open unto us. And that Jesus is glorified through the waves. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? That's when people begin to say, from nowhere. <laughs> they won't know it's not from nowhere. There was a season of, of, of waiting. There was a season of hiding. And then came the season of laughter. Who would have said to PD that we're having services and there's no space for people again? No space. You finish the first service, no space. You finish the second service, no space. You finish the third service, no space. And you tell people, see you next week. They say, no. We can't wait till next week. Can we continue tomorrow? You tell them to join us at 5 a.m. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. See, I don't know what the size of the mountain before you is. I can tell you it's not as big as your God. I don't need to know the details. I can tell you it is not as big as your God. And the moment you put your focus on your God, you begin to see the true size of that mountain. It is very small. It is very small. It is very small. Many times as humans, we want people who will join us in describing our mountains. People who accept that this thing is big, it's hard. Yes, it's hard, but I know somebody harder. It's difficult. I know somebody bigger. I know a place I can go to where, where, where challenges melt. I know a place I can go to where mountains begin to skip. Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse a baby? He says, yet. Somebody that's how your testimony will begin. In the mighty name of Jesus, it will be a yet testimony. They said, but my God, I expected you to go this way yet. The expert said, yet. That will be your testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus. The name Isaac is an interesting name for, 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 for some interesting reason in our world today. When someone is named Samuel, or someone is named Isaac. You don't need to do too much of the math. Most times, you do the math that perhaps their parents went through a season of waiting, right? But the name is a great name. You don't have to have experienced delay before you name a child Isaac. Shall I tell you what Isaac means? The name itself is a prophecy. It means he will laugh. And he will rejoice. He will laugh. 
and he will rejoice. He will laugh and he will rejoice. He will laugh and he will rejoice. Oh, somebody's getting it. He will laugh and he will rejoice. That will be our testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus. There's someone I'm supposed to pray with this morning. You recently found out the meaning of your name. You recently found out the meaning of your name. And I don't know, maybe you found a dictionary or somebody just told you. And the meaning of that name doesn't sit really well with you. You will have hoped that you can change your name. Well, I've been sent this morning to conduct a naming ceremony. And while you may not change the name on your documents in the realm of the spirit, there will be a new sound that heralds your destiny. In the mighty name of Jesus, everything that has not worked for you because of what you were called, it will begin to work now. And there will be that signal that your name is no longer Jacob, your name is now Israel because you have prevailed. In the mighty name of Jesus. And please, while we are on this, God can change your situation by changing your name. God can also change your situation and give you a new name without you changing your name. Are we still together? So whether the physical name is changed or not, the fact that the spiritual name has been changed is good enough. Is that okay? Hello? Did somebody get that? I'm completely off script now, but I believe somebody needs to hear this. At the time when Rachel was having her son and she knew that, boy, the way this delivery is going, I'm not going to make it. She called the name of the child, Ben Oni, son of my sorrow. The father said, no, we are going to call him Ben Jamin, the son of my right hand. Say, we're not going to take that. We're not going to take that. Jacob's parents called him deceiver, supplanter. And the name was negotiating things in his destiny until a day came that he wrestled and said, I will not let you go. Something about my life has to change. I can't be a descendant of Abraham and be struggling this much. I can't be a child of destiny and be sweating this much. I can't be someone who carries blessings upon my life. Various men of God have laid hands and released prophecies and the same prophecies are working in the lives of others. It just seems as though there is something about my life that it just doesn't work. I'm going to wrestle because this night is my night. Since we're going to give you a new name. We're going to give you a new name. And there is another gentleman by the name Jabez. The same situation is mother bore him in pain and named him pain. Named him sorrow. Can you imagine going to daycare and they are calling the names of the kids? And I say, sorrow. And somebody has to answer. It's a pain. Somebody has to answer. No future. Somebody has to answer. Broke. Somebody has to answer. And then God comes and says, you might not have to change your documents, but I can answer your prayer. Oh, that thou wouldest bless me. That you will enlarge my territory. We were not told that his name was changed. But we know in the spirit his name was changed. Because he became more honorable. And I pray for wonder the sound of my voice. Hear me? Hear me? From this moment you have a new name. I said from this moment you have a new name. And the Lord will raise you to be more honorable. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
Enforcing laughter. Enforcing laughter. Enforcing laughter. Psalms chapter 2 is where we pick up from um, this morning. Psalms chapter 2. Is it past seven minutes already? We might just be here till, <laughs> till 8 p.m. Psalms chapter 2. Um, Psalms chapter 2 is an interesting psalm. It has 12 verses. And you can divide the 12 verses into four voices. If you were reading from the Passion Translation, it does the, the job for you. The first three verses, the voice of the nations. The next set, the voice of the Father. The next set, the voice of the Son. And the last set, the voice of the Spirit. I want us to read from the Easy Bible Translation. We'll pick a few verses and we'll switch. Did you bring your Bibles to church? Is it on your screen? All right. It says, why are nations making plans to turn against the Lord? All their plans will fail. Don't you just love that verse? Let's take it back to number one. Do you know it doesn't ask how much plans they've made? It doesn't even ask who helped them to make the plans. It says it doesn't matter how much plans the enemy has made. The one thing the believer can be sure of is that all their plans will fail. Oh, I was hoping somebody would rejoice at that. All their plans will fail. Please hear me, child of God. We do not preach fear. We do not preach paranoia. But you must not just live in a hula baloo universe believing that everybody is happy with the progress you are making in your life. No, not so. We are people of love and we are people of genuine love. But we know of a truth that there is a spirit at work. It's a spirit of wickedness. It's a spirit of, this one that the believer is struggling, will I read my Bible today? Will I pray tomorrow? Will I fast next tomorrow? Will I go to church? The enemy is, is burning the midnight candle and making plans. But such a word, such a word, all their plans will fail. Somebody needs to, to remember that. Because you will hear the gist that there was a plan. But you will just know all their plans will fail. It will fail. It will not see the light of day. In the mighty name of Jesus, every plan to cut you short, it will fail. Every plan to silence you, it will fail. Every plan for embarrassment and for shame, it will fail. In the mighty name of Jesus. Verse 2. It says, kings and rulers decide to work together to fight against the Lord. Seriously. And the king that he had chosen. You'll find out shortly who that king is. It says, they say we will not accept the authority over us. Please, let me just tell you why they are at it. Psalm 2 is an end time prophecy. Just so you know. You can as well file it in the same group with Revelations. They're in the same WhatsApp group. It says we will not accept the authority over us. We will get free from their power. Oh, verse 4. Glory to God. I said glory to God. It says the Lord who sits on his throne in heaven, he laughs at them. It says that their plans are what? So what are the two things we've seen about the plans of the enemy? Number one, all their plans will what? Number two, all their plans are what? 
So why are you afraid, child of God? It's a diagnosis. It's not from the king of heaven. It's an assessment at work. It's not from the king of heaven. It's an expert forecast. It is not from the king of heaven. Let's switch to the New King James from verse 6. Let's jump a bit. It says, Yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree the Lord has said to me, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. Can you see what's going on here? Let's read verse 7 to 9 in the message and then we'll get into the business of the business. It says, let me tell you what God said next. He said, you are my son and today is your birthday. What do you want? What do you want? Name it. You want nations as a present? You want continents as a prize? It says you can command them all to dance for you. Or throw them out with tomorrow's trash. It says I've put you that highly. The plans you are scared of, plans that we fail, plans that are useless, seriously, seriously. Oh, I've been sent this morning to enforce laughter. And I pray for you under the sound of my voice from now till Jesus comes. From now till your ripe, full, old age. Please allow this prayer to work on your mind. Don't say, oh, pity, what if? There is no more what if. From now, from now going forward, I usher you into your season of constant laughter. In the mighty name of Jesus. Any news that its agenda is to bring pain and sorrow, before it arrives at your door, it will make a U-turn. In the mighty name of Jesus, no matter how much investment the enemy has made, we decree and declare that that plan is useless and it will fail. I said that plan is useless and it will fail. The plan is to bring pain through your children, to bring pain through your husband, to bring pain through your wife, to bring pain through the works of your hands. We declare all those plans are useless and it will fail in the mighty name of Jesus. So how exactly do we enforce laughter? How do you see to it? It is laughter by force. Laughter by force. The answer is embedded in the scripture we've read. Trusting the Lord to help us. Three things that you and I must be very, very, very conscious of. Because this, 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 this opposition will remain. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? If I just told you that, oh, um, tomorrow, you know, you'll just open your phone account. You know, and you'll just see plenty zero. And then all the problems in the world will just disappear. You know? That, that will not be scriptural. And that will be selling fake oil. What the believer needs to see is that if the situation actually worsens, you should start rejoicing because you are constantly above. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying this morning. Do you know you are above? You are constantly above. So if they are raising their own temperature, do you know what it means? It means you've gone up. 
Am I in the right church this morning? I said you are above. Oh, you don't believe it yet. I said you are above it. Let them gather their firewoods together in the fire. Let them increase your position. Increase the arrows. Increase the attacks. And they will see that indeed you are above. So let this be your meditation. Let this be your contemplation. All their plans will fail. All their plans are useless. All their plans will fail. You can make it into a dance. You can put a beat on it. You can turn it into whatever you want to turn it to. But the reality on ground is from July to December 2022. If Jesus tarries, I'll be alive and dancing and rejoicing at the crossover service. I will be all. I will not be paralyzed. I will not be maimed. I will not be disabled. Instead, I'll be greatly increased. Even though that was not the plan of the enemy. But God's plan finally came to pass. Why? Because all their plans failed. And all their plans were useless. They were useless. This has to be your meditation as a believer. God, God himself, God himself put in that place what the believer today must do to enforce victory. To enforce victory. Number one, enforcement protocol. For constant victory is something called dominion. Somebody say dominion. Somebody say Dominion. Somebody say dominion. Give us verse 6 in the Amplified. Give us verse 6 in the Amplified. It says, while they, are doing, while they are doing what they are doing, planning what they are planning, situationing what they are situationing, pardon my English, circumstancing what they are circumstancing, bad French. Well, you get it, right? It says, yet have I anointed, installed, and placed my king firmly on my holy hill of Zion. Somebody say firmly. Somebody say firmly. It says that if you, child of God, can find the oil of dominion, and you can hold on to it enough to know that you are established in Zion, there is nothing that can shake you here. There is nothing that can shake you here. This, this Zion, this, this place called Zion, it's a fortress. Nothing breaks into it. I have anointed. Oil has been poured on your head. I have installed you and placed you firmly. Your, your, your dominion is not for contention. You have to make a decision that he has anointed me, therefore I will rule. He has installed me. Therefore, I will issue decrees. That is what kings do. Kings don't debate. Kings don't send a bill to the Senate House. Kings don't have a Supreme Court where decisions can be made and unmade. Kings issue decrees. Say, tell my children, if they will live a life where laughter is enforced, let them wake up to the reality of dominion. I've called them kings. Let them begin to live like kings. Let them begin to make decrees. Kings don't guess. Scripture is replete of examples of kings who did not know they were kings until situation forced them. Let me tell you the days ahead will ask us questions. Are you really a king? Do you, do you really, 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 really know what it means to rule? First Kings chapter 20. Let's brush through this very fast. First Kings chapter 20. I'll read from verse 1 
to verse 6. First Kings chapter 20 from verse 1 to verse 6. It says, and, and let me tell you, the way your kingship is tested is that the adversary begins to build partnerships. And the goal is intimidation. Did you hear that? Hello. Hello. The goal is intimidation. If we can get you afraid first, before you even hear what the attack is, then our attack has been successful. Did you hear that? Hello. Are you still in church this morning? Are you in church this morning? So he says in 1 Kings chapter 20, Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, who is already a great king, let's call him great. He says he gathered all his hosts together. So he brought his full army, right? And there were 32 kings with him. Is that in your Bible? And horses and chariots. And he went up and besieged Samaria and warred against it. This is intimidation, deliberate intimidation. How do you bring 33 kings, chariots, and all of those things, and you go to another person's gate and door, and you say, we have come. That person better be firmly established. Because if they are not, even by just looking alone. Did you hear the testimony we shared this morning? That the word said is good news, and what arrived the next day was bad news. That, that, that's literally the kings gathering together and saying, let's, let's come and see if you believe who you believe. Let's, we, it's true you claim oil has been poured on your head, but let's see if indeed you have been installed. Did you see it in that verse? Do you know what installment means? The first oil that was poured on David, he went back to the wilderness. Saul, um, Samuel went back to Ramah. He's saying that this is not the preparation anointing. This is the anointing of establishment. And until you can get to that place of dominion where you accept God has poured his oil upon my life, it is time for me now to begin to rule. The next time that symptom in my body comes to intimidate me, whether it is one symptom, whether there are two symptoms, or whether there are 33 symptoms, Having a moment with a dear man of God. At a mentorship session. And he was telling me a very dark period in his life. And he was counting the number of doctors he was seeing. This was his, by, by all standards, anointed. In fact, in, the, in, in that dark period, many more people were getting healed in church. He told me the number of ex... I could understand. He was seeing a gastroenterologist. See the nephrologist. Those are big words. Gastro is digestive system. Nephrologist is kidney. Kidney doctor. Neurologist. Doctor of the brain. They were arranging all the experts together. At a point, the doctor said, we might also need to include a psychiatrist. They added psychiatrist again. It was seen all of them. 33 kings. I don't know why the sound of my voice. This sounds like the story of your life. God sent his words to you that you are going to laugh. He sent his words to you that you are taking over. And the very day after you are seeing this intimidation. Let's go on. He sent messengers to Ahab, the king of Israel. We're on verse 2 now. 
and said to him, Thus saith Ben-Hadad, verse 3, Your silver and your gold is mine. This is the first point of encroachment. Goes for your finances. Hear me, child of God. Any, any man of God that encourages you to pay your tithe, there's no one of them that will use a gun to say you must give it. The enemy must have nothing on you. He says the princes of this world came. They found nothing in me. The first point of encroachment comes for your silver, comes for your gold. The bills are going up. Income is reducing. Things are getting tight. And the first thing is, God, this is your own 10%. I, 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 will, I won't stop it. Maybe I, should, I can pay you, God, maybe 31st. Since rent is first. So that next month's tithe is the month before. They're already at the door. It says after that, it goes for the family. I want your wives. I want your children. Everything that brings you joy, I want it. Verse 4. It says the king of Israel. Now, is this a king? Hello? This is not the kind of king that we enforce laughter. It says, the king of Israel answered and said, My lord, O king, according to your saying, I am dying. The silver is yours. The gold is yours. The wife is yours. Just take it. Take it. You want my health? Take it. You want my money? Take it. You want my job? Take it. You want my peace? Take it. You want my sanity? Take it. And everyone is wondering and saying, is this the one I poured oil upon? Is there no king among you? Nobody to make a decree? Is it because there are 33? What if there were 100 kings? What if there were 1,000? Do you realize that the oil on your head has, has made you majority? Do you understand that you are more than them? They came with horses and chariots of iron and of wood. Do you know the chariots and the number of horses at your own disposal? And I say, you can have it? Seriously? You know what happens when you tell the enemy you can have it? Do you know what happens? He comes back for more. Ah, he said, okay. <laughs> we found the one we are going to suck dry, even though a king. So in verse 5, the messengers came again and said, this is what Menadad is now saying, that first one. He says, Although I have sent unto thee, saying, You shall deliver to me your silver and your gold and your wives and your children. Look at verse 6. It says, Yet now I will send my servants unto you tomorrow. Can you see the audacity now? It says, About this time. So this is literally an appointment. There's date, there's time. What are they coming to do? They are coming to search your house, a king, in his own jurisdiction. This definitely is not Zion. In Zion, there is praises going up. In Zion, there are flames of fire of, of warrior angels already at the gates. That as the enemy is arriving, plus the messenger and the messaged and the sender, messenger, all of them join together, they will run with fierceness and say, please, you can send me anywhere else but never to the house. There's fire in the house. There's glory in the house. There is a king that knows that he is a king in the house. And there I said to the sisters, there is a king that knows that she is a king in that house. 
go and warn their masters, please be careful where you send us to. Some people have more than they look. They might be six feet. They might be five foot. But they are really giants. He says, I'm going to come. He says, anything I like in your house, this is the place of complete defeat. Imagine a king. Now come, now start picking things. See this gold. Is he 18 or 24 carats? The king too is shaking. He's 19.5. They throw it away. What else is there? And this is, the, this is where many, many believers are. The enemy is just having a field day in their life. The time of prayer has come to time of complaint. God, where are you? See what the enemy is doing. What I've been sent this morning to someone that your season of laughter has come. In the mighty name of Jesus. And laughter, see, it is going to be enforced. I say it is going to be enforced. There is going to be a garrison. There's going to be a deployment. It's Evo's military forces to see to it that this nonsense is not tried with you again. It is not tried with your family again. Whatever attack against your marriage, against your husband, against your wife, against your peace, against your sanity, against your finances, we decree you untouchable going forward. In the mighty name of Jesus. Anointed and installed. Let's jump to verse 13. And then we can move on to the next protocol. When all this nonsense was going on, God said, what kind of king do we have on that throne? So God sent a prophet to the king of Israel saying, thus said the Lord. Have you seen all this great multitude? Behold, I will deliver it into your hand this day. And you shall know that I am the Lord. You know one of the things we learned last week? You know you can actually stop crying the moment the word comes. Do you remember? Do you remember from last week? As the word comes, you can, you can wipe your tears. The enemy said we are coming tomorrow, right? God says this day. The enemy says tomorrow, about this time. God says this day. The entire multitude... Remember, what will happen to all of their plans? All their plans will what? Will fail. All their plans are what? Useless. He says, go look at that great multitude. He says, no doubt that there are a multitude. They are planning to come tomorrow. He says, but this day, you will know that I am the Lord. <laughs> Hear me, child of God? That's the way God's word has come to you. The enemy is planning chaos in July. God's word has come to you in June. He says, this day, the enemy is planning evil in August. God's word has come to you. He says, this day, the enemy is planning mourning in September. Making burial plans for October. Making crying plans in November. Making regret plans in December. And the Lord is saying to announce to you, this day. This day, I have delivered it into your hands. I am enforcing your laughter. I am enforcing your laughter. Somebody say, glory to God. Let me turn to your neighbor and say, have you been anointed? Have you been installed? Look for another neighbor. Do you know what that means? It says, have you been anointed? And have you been installed? It's going to take dominion to enforce laughter. The number one protocol. The number two protocol is that this king is not just a king. This king also happens to be a son. And that has implications. Can you give us verse 7? 
Psalms 2 verse 7. He says, I will declare the decree. The Lord said unto me, you are my son. This day. I don't know why God's word is just emphasizing this day. I don't know who it is was an appointment of fear. Tomorrow. Next week. Next month. Maybe it's the next follow-up follow up appointment. And you're scared. Maybe it's an immigration case. And your lawyer is saying things are not looking good. Maybe it's your finances and you're just looking at the whole thing like, hmm, can we go on? He's is, is, is emphasizing it to someone this day. The season we are going into will, re, will require you to know who your daddy is. I'm going to say that again. The season we are entering into as a people will require that you know who your daddy is. It says that I will declare and decree you are my son. Oh boy, this is powerful. This is powerful. Can we just learn a little parenting lesson? Fathers, one of the things that your sons must hear constantly from your mouth, you're my son. I'm proud of you. You are my son. I'm proud of you. You are my son. You'll be shocked. There are many grown-ups today. They never heard this. And their lives are endless, endless races. You are my son. I'm proud of you. That's my boy. You hold them and you let them know you are my son. I'm proud of you. This is very powerful. And to your daughters, you affirm them. Say, come here, come here. Give them a big hug. I'm so proud of you. You are beautiful. I love you. Let your daughters hear it enough, enough, enough in the house. So that the day one joker sees them outside and says, you know you're beautiful, I love you. That's not the first time she's hearing it. And she said it from where it was real and true. This one we need to verify. Am I still in church this morning? Fathers and mothers in the house. But you know the beauty of this, really? Ah. Ah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Do you know, hmm, should I say this? I can say it. I'm at home. You know, I can say this here. It is one thing for a child to go and say, you are my father, you are my father, you are my father. It is another thing for a father to come and say, you are my son. Ah, somebody did not get it. You didn't see it. There are many who can claim, oh, that is my father. That is our father in the Lord. That is my daddy. That is my daddy. It's cheap to say that is my daddy. The true power is when daddy says, that is my son. That is my daughter. It is beyond an endorsement. It is a statement in the spirit. Oh boy, let me, let me allow the word of God to tell you what it means. John chapter 5, John chapter 5 from verse 18. 
John chapter 5 from verse 18. Jesus had just performed a miracle on the Sabbath and there were this group of people that were like, we cannot take it. We can't take it. They had many issues with Jesus. He's just violating everything. Verse 18 says, therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him. Listen, because he not only had broken the Sabbath, so that alone was already reason for killing. Are we still together? Hello? Hello? That he had broken the Sabbath was already enough for them to kill him. Now, question, how did he break the Sabbath? Told somebody to pick up your mat. Your sins are forgiven. But that was not really, they, 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 they've been planning the killing. You know why Jesus was not moved? Hello? He knew Psalms too that all their plans will what? Will fail. He knew all their plans are what? Are useless. They're like, he's just breaking the Sabbath and he, we are going to kill him. He, he says in this, in this verse 18, something happened that they said, no, we must get more serious now. We need to stop this guy like yesterday. He said, the problem now is not that he's breaking the Sabbath. There is a bigger issue now. This bigger issue is that God is his father. And they are saying what it means. That the one who claims that God is my father is making himself equal. Somebody say equal. So are you seeing it now? So if me just is my father, is my father, is my father. That is me feigning equality. But when the father says that you are my son, he's saying I brought you to my level. Now you can begin to think my thoughts. Now you can begin to see the way I see. Now you can begin to flow in my power. This is not just an endorsement. This is me giving you my authority. You can take it anywhere. Whatever I call bound is bound. Whatever I call loose is loose. Whatever I call broken is broken. Whatever I call fixed is fixed. Whatever I call new is new. So this is not just wordplay. Equality with God. Verse 19. And answered Jesus and said to them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son, this is Jesus giving you the definition of a son. Oh, I wish we had time. Because if you are doing anything of yourself, you are excluding yourself from the fatherhood of the Father. The Son, so this is Jesus saying, the true Son is the one who can do nothing of himself. But what he sees the Father do. For what things soever he does, these also the Son does likewise. This is what they call like Father, like Son. So Jesus is saying, if you see like Father, and it is not like Son, that person cannot, cannot be called Son. Call, call them, or call it something else. Hmm. Verse 20. In the Amplified, verse 20. It says, the father dearly loves the son and discloses. He shows him everything. Somebody say everything. Somebody say everything. Oh, part of what the Lord is going to do in this service is that somebody is going to be promoted to a place where you begin to know everything. You begin to see everything. Before it happens, you will see it. 
When people around you are shaking and saying, can't you see it? This is the end. Oh, you are there smiling and dancing because you can see everything. And you can see that all their plans will fail and all their plans are useless. It says it will show him everything. It will disclose. It will unveil. It will let him see. Reminds me of times of refreshing this morning. It will take away the veil. If indeed you are my son, I can show you. I can show you. It says greater things yet than these so that you may marvel. Can you see the, the plan of the father? He wants to brag through you. All these small, small things that you are, you are keeping it safe for him. That God, can we just make it small? Can you just do a little? I was so thank God is saying, I want marvel. I want wonder. I want people to hear your testimonies and their jaw will literally drop. They'll say, we know PD does not lie. If not, that testimony they shared, it is too. Somebody will say, I, I know we don't call them, but it is my testimony. Glory to God. I am the one. I am the living proof. Go ask around. This is what the doctor said. But see what my God has done. The plan is marvel. The plan is wonder. The plan is astonishment. And I pray for someone under the sound of my voice. That will be your testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus, it will bring great wonder to your world. Many will hear it and be astonished. In the name of Jesus. Who is the son? The one that does nothing of himself. I pray for you that you will say yes to the fatherhood of God. That's your own way, your own wisdom. You will pack it somewhere. What makes me a real son is my ability to see what daddy is doing and to do it. To hear what daddy is saying and to say it. That's a real son. A real son. I will be singing and dancing and shouting for the rest of eternity. You are my daddy, my daddy. Your son is singing. I will be singing and dancing and shout for the rest of eternity. You know, a son does not need to be creative. Somebody did not hear that. When a son is working, it is because the father is training that son. The son is not really working for wealth. The son is working to be able to practicalize skills and disciplines. Because the true wealth of a son is from inheritance, not from salary. Oh, am I in the right church this morning? All right. And that leads, leads us to protocol number three. Be mindful of our time. What's number one? If you are going to enforce laughter, dominion. A king that is installed. Anointed, yes, but installed. Firmly. Intimidated by multitudes, but you know God's word. This is this day. This day. Number two, a son. A son. And proof of being a son is that you can see what the father is doing. And you will do nothing that the father is not doing. I shared this with us in the past. 
Anytime I come across this scripture, I just remember it all over again. Many years ago, um, my dad was district overseer with the First Square Church. And they had gone for a minister's training. I've shared this before with us, right? And they had given all the district overseers, I think Zona also pretended also, they had given them this suitcase. It thing looked very solid. And I kept it for many years. I don't even know where it is today. And of all the people they gave, the thing just, you, you just could not open it. It was designed to be that safe and secure. My dad could open his own. And we just got calls in the house. These were the days of landline. Anybody remembers those days? Okay, we have a few people. A lot of today's people, they don't know what landline is. What is landline? What's that? You know those phones that when you want to dial, you do like this? Anybody knows? Ah, I have some people. Okay, okay. The young ones are like, what's that? <laughs> Glory to God. Hmm. Let me bring it up a bit. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Let me, I, can, I can fight the temptation. I can fight it. The reason why I can fight it is because what he's doing is what he's doing. I heard the Spirit of God say to someone, he says, I will hide you in the cleft of the rock. He says, they will search and search, they will not find you. I don't know who that word is for. I hear it as a song in the spirit. Rock of ages, cleft for me. Let me hide. That's the message. That's the message. Child of God, you are hidden. Hey, they won't find you. You'll be, you, you don't understand? You are literally walking on the street. You are posting on social media and they still cannot find you. They can't see you. They are so sure. They, they, they've used their high-precision ballistic missiles. And you are there saying, this is me. And they said, we can't find him. We can't find her. We are searching because he's hidden. She's hidden in the cleft of the rock. Untouchable. Impregnable. Unattackable. Let them plan what they are planning. You are unattackable. You can go there and brandish and brag about your God. You can't touch this one. You can't touch this one. Glory to God. Let me finish my story. In the days of landline, I just heard Reverend this, this, this called. I said, I want to speak with Dio. Yeah? Reverend so, so, so called. I want to speak with Dio. All the reverends were calling the house. All the reverends were calling the house. I was confused. I said, what's going on here? And then one of them left a message. Sent someone to the house. Said they should look for me, sergeant. Uh -uh. What is the matter? Everybody's looking for you. Why is everybody looking for you? They said that suitcase. You are the only one that can open it. Guess what my response was? What suitcase? What suitcase? I think my dad had traveled, so he came back. And I told him, something has been happening now. Everybody's looking for me. And suitcase. I said, what suitcase? He said, go to my room. 
I went to the room. They bring it. He brought it. He showed me how to open it. He said, this is it. Chuck, chuck, chuck. Ah, he said, yes. Uh-huh. If you understand that all the father wants is just to show off the son. He wants to see. I'm talking about you. You are the son, no? Do you know you are the son? Oh. Do you know you are the son? He wants to marvel. He wants to stunt with your life. He wants to show off with your life. Why do the Indians rage? Let them keep on being restless. All their plans will fail. That was all he, he, he wanted. And then me too, I now had the confidence of the father. I went enter into big offices. You know when you see people queuing up, waiting to see Reverend? And I'll just go and say, Dio, he say, ah, let him come in, come in. I'll just go in like this. You know? He said, bring it, sir. Let me open it. As if, <laughs> open it with swag. And on my way going out, ah, thank you so much. Envelope will follow. Do you know what envelope means? Glory to Jesus. Oh, I'm telling you, someone, the secret your world needs, the Lord will reveal it to you. In the night time, it will come to you in a vision. Some of you will take ideas and you begin to say, Peter, how do they start a company? God has planted this thing into me in my dreams. I'm seeing myself doing this. I just don't feel I'm qualified for it yet. And I'm saying that he has already designed it for marvel. He has designed it for astonishing. And I pray for you that your dreams will no longer be normal dreams. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hear me, child of God? We are wrapping up now. There is something called inheritance. Inheritance is the wealth that your father's worked for and that the child enjoys. And the only reason why the child enjoys it is because they are that person's child. Finish. Finish. Somebody say inheritance. Somebody say inheritance. Oh, can we go to verse 8? Verse 8. I wish we had more time. But I'm sure the Spirit of God has expounded these words in somebody's heart. It says, ask and I will give you. Is this the good news? I think this is the good news. This is the good news. Ask and I will give you all the nations. It says the whole earth will be yours. Ah. God, what do you mean by earth? Oh. Because this, these scriptures is like, my supervisor at work does not even know this thing you are talking about. The whole earth. When they are stressing me, stressing me at work, that exam is stressing me. This thing is stressing me, it's giving me issues. He's saying, ask. Somebody say, ask. Help me talk to your neighbor, say, ask. He says, I will give you. In another version, the one we read, it says, I'll give it to you as your inheritance. As your inheritance. You know the beauty of this one? Hello. Can I say this to someone? Normal inheritances, normal wills come to life when the willer, the testator, boy, only when that person has died. Hello. Hello. That is when normal wills come into effect. But this is an abnormal inheritance because this one does not die. Oh, am I in the right building this morning? I said this one does not die. 
this one does not die. And he says, all you need to do is to ask. Inheritance from today. I pray for your houses you did not build. Houses you did not build. They've told you it's becoming difficult. Millennials, young people, you cannot get into the housing market. Let them continue saying what they are saying. Houses that you did not build. You will become landlord in this nation. You will become your own landlord in this nation. From struggling to make ends meet, you will become an employer of labor. It will happen by inheritance. In the mighty name of Jesus. I'm giving you the nations. Oh, there's someone I'm supposed to announce to. The Lord says your customers are waiting. He says go and start. Go and start. So don't ask yourself where they're going to come from. He said they are waiting for you. They are waiting for you. You go and start. You write today's date down. That was the day I got the confirmation. See, I'm telling you, if God says we're going to sell air, this word will produce customers that will need air. I'm, I'm using the example because maybe the reason you've not started is, but there are many people, there are many people cooking. What's it about my own food? There are many people cleaning. What's it about my own cleaning? There are many people doing consulting. What's it about my own consulting? There are many people in tech. Tech, bro. Fintech. Texas. Is that Texas? There are many people who are there. I do C++. There are many people that do C++. My own is even C++ and minus because sometimes the thing used to hang. <laughs> My own is Python. There are so many of us now. Not the Python of the spirit of Python, no. This one is <laughs> a coding language. Let me hear. Let me let me tell you. If God tells you to sell water, your customers are waiting. Your customers are waiting right now. Your customers are waiting right now. It will be the best water. They will leave water in the house <laughs> to come and buy your water. And the testimony will be that your water is the best water. Since water has been made, I speak figuratively. Except the Lord did not send me. He's raising giants out of us. I said he's raising giants out of us. Men and women that will laugh. Homes, families that will laugh. Children that will laugh. We will not cry over anyone, any of our young ones. We will not cry over any of our children. We will not gather together for the dissolution of any marriage. Whatever ills or rocks you are going through right now, it will end in laughter. In the mighty name of Jesus, the rest of your days together will be better than even when you first met. In the mighty name of Jesus, for as many we struggling to make ends meet now. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I said I was going to pray with people today. I want to encourage you, and I think some of you have been doing this. I want to hold your hands. If you brought a tool for your work today, I want to pour oil on your hands. And I want you to go back with this word and with this anointing for those who are watching online. If you have any kind of oil, if it's olive oil, preferable, anything you have, anything you have. I don't want to switch on the doctor part of me. I start asking you why you have corn oil or canola oil in your house. But I won't judge you today. I'll judge you next time. <laughs> Praise God. Just find something near you. And also we'll be taking the communion together to seal this word. To seal this word. To seal this word. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Yeah. Friend of mine called me a couple of weeks ago. And he said, hey, PD, what's up? 
He said, guess what? Good news. I said, what? He said, they've asked for our passport. Oh, I said, wow, congratulations. So when are you guys moving? He said, we're thinking this month, that month. Oh, amazing. Congratulations to you. He said, listen, I need a favor. I said, what is the favor? He said, this, this, that, that's a very smart person. He said, this Naira, the way it is just going. I want to start now converting it to Canadian dollars since I know that is where I'm going to live. He was speaking English. I was hearing the voice of the Spirit. The currency you hold your wealth in is the real proof of where you are preparing to live. So people did not get it. Jesus says there's a place where you can pack your treasures. The stock market does not misbehave there. It, it does not act like Bitcoin. Millionaire in January and something else <laughs> in June. There is a place where you can hide your treasure. That in the midst of a recession, there's something called asset transfer. You can say, God, I trust you. I'm going to let go of this thing. And if this will be the end of me, let it be the end of me. Except for the fact that I know that you are faithful. I was really asking, I, I, I was so, I was so all out to do this. I said, Father, if you want me to, I don't mind. Let anybody cut it and paste it anywhere they want to paste it. I said, if you really want me to call people out and to give examples of the kind of seed you want them to sow, give me the permission. I will do it. And I just got that peace in my heart where the Spirit of God said, allow me to whisper to them because I'm training them to be sons. Remember the definition of a son? Sees what the Father is doing and he does it. If you've decided in your heart before that this is what we want to do, and you receive this word all over again, and you say, No, 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 no. I can't give a seed of convenience. I can't give a seed of convenience. I need to stretch to the place of sacrifice so that when my season of laughter is provoked, these outdoors will drop. Marvel, astonishment. Do you believe it? So if I want to say, if you want to sow a seed of $20,000, come out. And God has been whispering to you, sign a check of $1 million. I've, I've reduced your blessing. So I will not call a figure. I believe you have the Spirit of God in you. I will only encourage you, do not disobey. Do not disobey. Do not disobey. Glory to God. Glory to God. Anybody ready to take advantage of inheritances? Anybody ready to receive inheritances? When is it coming? Is it tomorrow? Today. 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 The enemy is planning to come tomorrow. All of their intimidation. But God says, today, though there be a multitude, I am delivering all of them into your hands. What is going to happen to all the plans of the adversary? What will happen? I want to hear you. Preach it to me. All the plans of the enemy will do what? It will fail. All their plans are what? Useless. That's your confidence. So when the next breaking news hits, and your neighbors are scared. You now know why you are not scared. Because you know all their plans will do what? 
fail and all their plans are useless. If you believe it, jump up on your feet like somebody who is entering into a season of laughter. Glory to Jesus. 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 Somebody here, your testimony will be so big. You are going to write a letter to the church. You are going to say, can we just make it a testimony Sunday? And we're like, okay, yes, you actually have like 15 testimonies. He said, no, no, no. I mean my one testimony. It is so big. It is so huge. I'm going to need an entire service. And you're going to dance in, dance to the left, dance to the right. You will cry. You will jump. You will laugh. And you tell somebody, pinch me, wake me up. Because this is, this is, this is, this is, this is more than a dream. This can only be the Lord's doing. Oh, hear me, hear me, child of God. I am as confident in these words as I am confident that I can see you. It is more real to me than my reality that you have crossed over. We have crossed over. We have crossed over. I said we have crossed over. Oh, that men will praise the Lord. This, this is a response of victory. Oh, that men will praise the Lord. And for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men, to the children of men, for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men, to the children of men. And he has broken the gates of brass and caught and caught the bars of iron in sunder. He has broken the gates of brass. And cut the bars of iron in sunder. I don't know if there's anybody in the room. You sense it's thy time has come for a change of name. Whether I watch it online or you're in the room. I was going to skip this, but let's do this very quickly. Let's do this quickly. Anybody in the room can come forward quickly, 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 quickly. And if you are watching online, I'll just pray for you. You hear me? You may not have to do change of documents. Documents. Well, you have a new name. You have a new name already. Anybody? Watching online. Watching online in the room. We're going to usher you into a new season. That's when your name is called. Whatever has been answering in the past will no longer answer. A new, new, newness. My sister, you are ready for a new name? We are going to use it as a point of contact. I believe there, there might be those watching online. And there may be those in the room also. Maybe at some duty posts. All of us together are going to step into this. That it is going to be a new day. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I can see him working in your favor. I can see him fighting all your battles. I can see him fighting in your favor. He will do what he says he will do. He will do. He will do what he says he will do. Musicians, can you be raised it up? I want to hear a loud sound. My God is a miracle God. Hey, my God is a miracle God. 
He has never failed. He has never failed. He will never fail. He will do what he says he will do. He will do, he will do what he says he will. I can see him. I can see him working in my favor. I can see him. I can see him. I can see him. He will do, will do what he says. He will do what he says. He will do. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And God is able to do just what he says. Where are those I'm praying for for the change of name? If it's just you, I will use you as a point of contact. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Can any of our pastors just help us? Miss to you. Don't give up on God. use it as a point of contact and we decree it's a new day it's a new day in the name of Jesus don't give up on God cause he won't give up on you he's able glory to Jesus I'm going to anoint everybody's hands I'm going to anoint everybody's hands. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But before I do that, I want to pray for someone else. Money does not last in your hands. For some strange reason, it just goes, it's like perfume. Before you know it, it's strong. And then, psst, it's gone. Please don't be ashamed. Today is the day of turnaround. There's nothing to be ashamed or, or embarrassed. It's a day of victory. If there's any such person, I want to pray with you. Not everything is normal. Not everything is natural. There is a realm that controls this realm. Bernard had boasted. He said, by this time tomorrow, about this time, <laughs> the one who created nothing is talking about tomorrow. Tomorrow. Menana, you're not even sure if you'll be alive tomorrow. And God sends his word. He says today. 
Today, I want to pray with that person and break that yoke finally. Finally. The plan is for you to be a lender to nations. And you're asking yourself, me that cannot even, I cannot even save 1,000. You are seriously laughing. I cannot even be disciplined enough to save 1,000. And me, I will lend nations. Lend to nations. How? I want to pray with you. Be mindful of our time. I want to pray with you. If you're in the room, please come. If you're online, please be very, very, very attentive in this moment. Be very, very attentive in this moment. Any such person that wants us to break it once and for all. Once and for all. To break it once and for all. To break it once and for all. I'll go ahead and do this. And I'll assume the person is watching. Father, in the name of Jesus. I hold my hands in the realm of the spirit with your son and with your daughter. The one that the enemy has installed a technology for wastage. And has sworn that whatever comes to, to their hands, they will never use it to do anything of meaning. I come in the name of Jesus. Standing upon the anointing in this house. We decree that that technology henceforth is useless. It will continue to fail. In the name of Jesus. It will fail woefully. Like night and day. Let there be a radical transformation. Let the testimony be like it was like a dream. Father, we ask that you confirm your word to the glory of your name. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. These elements are blessed in the name of Jesus. We partake of the body. We partake of the blood. We will never remain the same. For some, this is going to be for your establishment. You will be firmly established in your place of dominion. In the name of Jesus. For some, it's going to unlock the inheritance. Remember what God told us last week. It says, go and provoke financial miracles. This is a covenant act. In no culture, in no religion. Blood, blood. How much more? The precious blood of the Lamb of God. As you make contact with it, this is not just some physical element. We do this in remembrance of Jesus. And everything is made available for us. We walk into it. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you're not the sound of my voice and you've not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, today is your day. You've heard this message and you desire a life of laughter. That laughter begins and is found in Jesus. You desire a life of laughter. Make that decision today. Make that decision for your generations unborn. Do not delay it any further. We are entering into very dangerous times. Make that decision today. He's knocking on your heart. He's knocking on your heart. You can make that decision today. Not tomorrow. Today. Today. You write down that the sound of my voice. Today. You can rededicate your life. And say, yes, I did this a while ago, but I have gone far. Now I'm retracing my step. Today. I want to pray with you. If you can say with me, Lord Jesus. I believe you are the son of God. I know you died. You were buried for my sins. 
and you're alive today. I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. And I receive the grace to live the rest of my days for you. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Glory to Jesus. I said glory to Jesus. I said glory to Jesus. Are you glad you're in God's house? Or you've closed the service already? <laughs> glory to God. Just waiting for everyone to get one. He's able. He's able. He's able. Oh. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. Everybody has one? Everybody has one? We're going to read Isaiah chapter 60. We read a few verses. We read verse 3, we read verse 5, and we read verse 11. We will eat together of the elements. We'll read verse 1 after eating together. And you'll find a neighbor. Don't worry. We'll do this quickly. You'll find a neighbor and you'll pray for them. After praying for your neighbor, I will anoint your hands. You go back to your seat and you pray the same prayer for yourself. So, come on. Do we understand? All right. But I'm going to be here to guide us, okay? So, what we're going to do is we read verse 3, we read verse 5, we read verse 11. We eat together, we read verse 1. You find the neighbor, you pray for that neighbor. We're going to put oil on your hand or any other token of your work you brought. A document, a picture, a tool, anything. Or your hand. Your hand is very representative of what you do. Pour it on your hand. And then you go back and you pray for yourself. Do we understand? Okay. Isaiah chapter 60 from verse 3. It says, All nations will come to your light. Mighty kings will come to see your radiance. Is that you the scripture is talking about? Verse 5, verse 5. It says, your eyes will shine and your heart will thrill with joy. Why? Merchants from around the world will come to you. They will bring you the wealth of many lands. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? Do you believe this? Let me tell you, there is nothing materialistic about this verse. This is heavily connected to purpose and the kinds of projects God wants to do. And it is you he wants to partner on those projects. Is somebody, is, can somebody still hear me? I think my, my mic suddenly went low. Is it you God is going to use? Are you okay with God using only me? No. He wants to, he wants to show you that you are his son. It says, merchants from around the world, they will come to you. They will bring you the wealth of many lands. Verse 11. Verse 11. It says, your gates will stay open day and night 
to receive the wealth of many lands. The kings of the world will be led as captives. That means under instruction in a victory procession. Father, this is your word and we receive it. We know you will exceed our expectations. We will return with testimonies. In the mighty name of Jesus. Okay, let's eat together. Let's eat the body. Let's drink the blood. Let's drink the blood. And then put verse 1 on our screen. In the Amplified, and we read together. You can find your neighbor, find your partner. Find the person you want to pray with. You found the partner? Don't worry, it's safe to hold your hands. Hold your hands, hold them, hold them. It's safe. That's your sister you're looking at. That's your brother you're looking at. That's your family member you're looking at. That's the person that you will send them your text. And you'll just be laughing on the phone. He said, my sister, what happened? <laughs> he said, settle down, talk. He said, I cannot say this one. Glory to God. You know the kind of testimonies you cannot get home to share? You are driving home to meet your wife, to meet your husband. But you just have to call on the way. And he said, guess what? He said, what? He said, I said, guess. He said, what? I said, guess. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The word of God says, arise. From every spiritual depression, arise to a new life. This life of victory is not just meant to be in the pages of scripture. It's meant to be validated through the life of the believer, through the life of the son. It says, arise, shine, be radiant with the glory. No more gloominess, no more looking down. No more let them pity me, no more let them call me. Those days are gone. It says, arise, shine, be radiant with glory and brilliance of the Lord. It says, your light has come and the glory and brilliance of the Lord has risen upon you. That person's hands you're holding, you're going to say in the name of Jesus, my brother, I prophesy into your destiny. Arise. My sister is speaking to your life. Arise. Whatever has kept you down, the old is broken now. This is, come on, I need to hear you. I need to hear you. Pray like you love them. Pray like you want to hear their testimony. I speak into your destiny. Arise. Arise. Whatever has kept you down. Arise. Whatever has kept you down. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. It is time for you to shine. It is time for you to laugh. No more weeping in your family. No more weeping in your family. It is time for you to shine. It is time for you to rejoice. You've heard the testimonies of others. You've celebrated the testimonies of others. It is time for you to testify. I prophesy to you, my sister. I prophesy to you, my brother. It will happen quicker than you thought. Oh, you expected it in October. It will happen speedily. Before the end of June, you will laugh. You will laugh. You will laugh. You will laugh. Your depression is over. Your depression is over. Your anxiety is over. By the authority of scriptures, I give you a new diagnosis. Your new diagnosis is joy. Your new diagnosis is rejoicing. Your new diagnosis is peace. Arise, 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 arise. Arise, 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 arise. Oh, take 60 more seconds and pour out into that person. Take 60 more seconds. Pour it out to them. Bless them from the bottom of your heart. 
in this season of laughter. Laughter will spring up from your own house, from your own family. Thank you, Jesus. Let me put your hand on the symbols. Let the glory of the Lord rise amongst us. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the praise of our King rise among us. Let it rise, let it rise, let it rise, let it rise, let it rise. Hey, let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the praises of our King rise among us. Let it rise. Let it rise. Oh, let it rise. Let it rise. Over your lives, over the works of your hands, over your destiny, over your tomorrow. Glory, 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 glory. Oh, there might be great darkness out there, but the glory of the Lord, your God, has risen upon you. Let it rise. 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 Take your place. Be enthroned. Or not praise, all right. King of kings, holy God, as we sing, all right, all right, let go. Let his enemies be scattered. The Galigada Yabashi, Ebandelesi, Yakobe, Yagandasa, Vapeleke Bogoya, Elandevo Sivria Capalate, Egay, Dibizi, Yaketelemonda, Evalete, Mekalo Monoso, Yakedebega de Bosa, La Chavrebega de Bosia, Mandaleke de Bosia, Bale, 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 Satube, Edambo, Yatoleze. Yes, 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 yes. Ah, yes, there's something going on in this room right now. Yes, 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 yes. Abandon us, we have it. Hey, I need my soul, I need to get Oh, 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 you can leave your neighbor. You can leave your neighbor. Just come. You don't need a lot. A drop is enough. If the ushers can help us, let's coordinate everyone. The cameras can stay maybe on the drums on the keyboards. Just continue. We'll do this very quickly, very quickly. Very quickly. Very quickly. Very quickly. Very quickly. Very quickly.
Please, musicians, remind me to do yours after. Come on, take, take 60 seconds, prophesy over your own life. Hallelujah. I want to help you. I know our time is fast spent, but I feel I'm, I must help somebody. I should help somebody. I should help somebody. You are speaking words over your own life. You are a king. Remember, kings issue decrees. Your hands are anointed. Even if you've wiped it, it's not the oil. You will take a bath. You will wash. You will sanitize in a few minutes. But the power of the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And it has come by a representation upon everything you lay hands upon. It will work. I said it will work. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are going to lay your own hands upon your own head. And you call your name. Sometimes when you want to do this, you call your full name. I prophesy into your life and I speak to your destiny. Arise and shine. In the name of Jesus. Your days of crying are over. Your days of weeping are over. Your days of smallness are over. Your gates are open continually. Whatever power has struggled with the manifestation of the glory of God upon your life, all of their plans fail. Today, glory rises over you. You speak over your life. Can you do that for 60 seconds? Can you do it for 60 seconds? Take advantage of this moment. I know you will do it when you get home, but take advantage of this moment. Your future might just depend on it. Take advantage of this moment. 
Your children might just depend on it. Take advantage of this moment. Make it count. Make it count. Make it count. You are issuing decrees. That's what kings do. This is not for debate. Glory has come. 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 I want to raise a song, but I want to allow our musicians also take advantage of this moment. Take 60 more seconds. Speak to your life. The seeds that will come from your loins. A life of no stress. The battles you fought, they don't have to fight it again. The debts you owed, they don't have to enter into the same thing. They are entering into a season of victory. God's words to us three servants in June. It says divine acceleration. The hand of the Lord has come upon me. Everything that is slow, slacking, lagging behind. Everything, power in struggle. It is frustrated. It comes to an end. I enter into my season of ease. I enter into my season of ease. I enter into my season of ease. It is working in my favor. It is working in my favor. It is working in my favor. Oh, you devourer that came after my silver and my gold. I am trying to get some more. Oh, hands off, hands off. I receive restoration. Somebody here, what has been owed you? What has been stolen from you? The Lord is saying, I will restore. Come on, speak it into your life. Prophesy, restoration has come. Every opportunity, every door, every progress, every season you've missed out on. Receive the word of the Lord right now. Restoration has come. Yes, that's how it's done. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. Yes. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. Yes, settle it. Settle it once and for all. That's how it's done. Settle it. Settle it. Settle it. Don't be in a hurry to go home. Let it be a new you going home. Let it be a new you going home. Settle it. Settle it right now. Settle it. You remember today's date. Settle it. Settle it. Let every cell in your body hear it. Settle it. Let the idols of your father's house hear it. Settle it. Let the altars of your mother's lineage hear it. Settle it right now. This is glory speaking now. Laughter is enforced. The debate is over. The conversation is over. The host of heaven sing to it. It will sit in the heavens shall laugh. Your season of laughter has come. For when the Lord turned again, the captivity of Caesar in Canada was like a dream. I'm out. Filled with laughter. Filled with singing. We became the talk of town. Everyone started saying, see what the Lord has done. 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 Oh, help me just, help me just put your hand on the symbols, musicians. Let me, let me borrow you for a minute. Let the glory of the Lord, let it rise among us. Oh, we are crossing into a new year. We are entering into our best season yet. Let the glory of the Lord. Let the rise amongst us. Let the praises of our King rise amongst us. Let it rise, let it rise, let it rise.
for what we waited for. <laughs> it has come to pass. This will be our testimony. See what the Lord has done. Come on, just stretch forth your hands. I want to pray for you. Help me eat the symbols. Father, in the name of Jesus, under this anointing, I speak over the life of everyone under the sound of my voice in the room and watching online. I prophesy to your destiny. It is your time to arise. So I speak to you. Get up now. Arise. Shine. Your light has come. I speak to you. Arise from every chain, from every depression, from everything that has kept you down, from every intimidation of kings. Arise. 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 Over your destiny, I speak. Turn around has come. The captivity has come to an end. It is your season of laughter. We seal it with the blood of Jesus. You return with your testimonies. Jesus alone glorified. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Come on, if you believe it is done, I want you to jam those ends together and give the Lord a big shout! Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you've been blessed by the sermon. And if you would love to be a part of what God is doing in our midst, feel free to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. To be a part of the giving, you can give our email at info, I-N-F-O, at kicccanada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. God is doing amazing things in our midst and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember, you are a champion. God bless you.